the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, this is Ian Austin and this is Shadow Mania 2019. And on today's docket is a little movie called Aimer, directed by Eileen Catet and Bruno Vosani. Um, 87 minutes long from 2010 in French. Three key moments, all of them central, define Anna's life. Her carnal, her carnal search sways between reality and coloured fantasies becoming more and more oppressive. A black laced hand prevents her from screaming. Okay. The wing lifts her dress and dresses her thighs. No stretch. Wait, what? A razor blade brushes her skin. Where would this chaotic and carnivorous journey leave her? Question mark. Uh, I'm a bit concerned now, actually, to be honest. Um, cast is Cassandra Ferrer, Charlotte Eugene Gibbs, Mary Boss, and Bianca Marie D'Amato. I don't know why I've let myself in for here. But this is Shug Mania, and I'll be back with my review after this brief moment of sponsorship. Hey, so I've just finished watching Aimer, and I'm very confused. <laughs> um, I'm more confused than I was when I started watching it. I know I say it's a fair bit, but I, I don't feel like I've gained anything. I feel like I've lost a lot. I'm confused. I don't really have any idea what happened in this movie. I'll try and explain as best I could, but I think best way of describing it so is as, and I hope no one takes any offence this, is a very French horror movie. And that's not necessarily a bad thing in principle because it's unique, it's different, it's got an aesthetic which is um, watchable and uh, not the standard Hollywood bullshit. Um, foreign horror movies obviously are a bit different so they have to rely on the stupid American horror tropes. And in that regard, it's good because it's something different and it continues theme of Shug Mania. Each movie tried to be different to the last one. And so that's good. And the opening's very interesting. I, I say interesting a fair bit in this um, kind of review. But it's cool. It's the wet shot. It's cool. Um, playing with perspectives. I always like that in horror movies. Um, when you can flip perspective and use visuals in an uh, idiosyncratic... It, idiomatic way and this movie definitely does that there's some warp visuals uh use of color palettes um color saturation that sort of thing sounds very posh and very uptight and it is well i think it's time to get to the actual movie now um right so this says the description says three key moments of them sexual defying anna's life i okay i sort of get that but it's saying, in theory, it's three acts. So, first act, she's a kid, right? So, first act, she's a kid. And um, she sees her parents, I think, having sex. And then a black lace hand prevents her from screaming. But then she starts freaking out. And she's tied to bed with a chain. And she starts really freaking out through that. And then you get next bit, which is um, act two, I guess you can say. Where she's walking a lot with her mother... She's walking a real long way. I mean, we get lots of scenes of her walking. And the wind keeps lifting her dress from the front and back and caressing her thighs, I guess. And that goes on for ages. And at one point, I was like, is she flirting with the biker gang? 
I, I wasn't entirely sure what was going on because there's one part where she walks and it's about three minutes. She's walking forward and Biker Gang keeps staring at her and she stares at them and Wynne keeps lifting her dress because why not? That's what Wynne does, I guess. But then her mother slaps her and then they try and get pulled over by a car, but they don't. And then third act is um, her running away from some guy um, who's trying to murder her with a razor blade, but then she gets dropped on him and murders him for the razor blade. Um, and that's pretty much the movie. That's 80 minutes right there. Although fuck knows how any of it's connected. They claim that there's this ominous presence, this man in black, which is following her throughout her life, um, which I guess maybe... But be honest, I kind of got the impression this was another movie where the main character was having a prolonged mental breakdown. And be honest, I feel like I was having a mental breakdown watching this because I could not keep track of what's going on. It's very arty in that regard. It's more tone and aesthetic more than scares. There's no traditional horror movie jump scares in this, or even scares of any real kind. There's a few moments of tension. There's a few bits of violence. Indeed, the way she deals with Man in Black is shockingly violent. But mainly, it's as the description says, it's very... It's very... Set, it's... I guess you can say it's trying to play the... Um, or parlay the... Uh, correlation between centrality and horror i guess you can say that i don't necessarily know that it gets it particularly right um but i think that's what it's in theory going for uh, centrality versus horror which i don't know it's it's i'm trying not to be too critical of these sort of movies but i did feel watching it that it had the idea of what it wanted to be, but I don't think necessarily could commit to it. Um, also didn't have a... I don't think... I can't imagine this had a script, like a tightly written script. It very much felt like a visual demonstration rather than a character-based horror movie. There, there was characterization, but it feels quite... Um, I wouldn't say tacked on, but driven more by what you... by, like, the visuals and the aesthetic more than actual uh, traditional character arc which fine you know a lot of movies um one from boyhood for example which i quite like don't need to have a character arc you know or they have one that feels a bit more truth life but this is dealing with horror tropes and uh, of a sort and to that regard i feel like it was definitely more atmosphere than acting or writing orientating that's fine it, it, it is what it is Problem being that they didn't really make up enough of that, I feel. It's it's a movie which is predominantly designed to be in three acts, with each part of her life in different acts. But to be honest, I had trouble figuring out where we were or what time frame we were in, which isn't a good thing because the movie is designed so you can... Um, or should be designed so you can watch it and know exactly where you are at any given moment. I had no idea. I turned away and turned back and she's aged 10 years and it was like, the fuck is this shit? I also think that's the other thing that gets me. Maybe you could have had more of an emotional connection, although there wasn't much of one anyway, if it was the same actress playing it all along. It's essentially making three short movies with the same character. It's not a bad thing per se. It's just difficult to actually relate to what character's going through. I mean, I don't have any fucking idea what character's going through. But, I mean, at the same time, 
as an experiment, it, it's was watchable. I I did get some enjoyment out of it in terms of, you know, they really went in town with the um, aesthetic. I keep saying that, but the colour scheme, the cinematography is really, really cool. And that's sometimes enough. The visuals also cool, um, like I said, the colour palette and whatnot. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's I hate saying the word interesting, but it is. It's fascinating. It's it's something different. It's a pretty standard story. But the way you can tell a story using visuals can often be the determinator between it being uh, generic, okay, or, you know, weird. And this was really weird. And weird is good, you know. We need more weird than horror movies. And and Spot of Shelf Mania, I mean, it's... Oh, well, I, I'm sort of tripping over my words a bit because I'm very... I'm very tired and I'm very confused. And like I say, I do feel like I've to a degree lost something in this, watching this movie. <laughs> uh, but also, I suppose you can say I gained something, which is appreciation for Frank, for France horror being batshit crazy. Although I could have used more batshit crazy in this. I would probably give this about 3 out of 5, to be honest. I think it was watchable. I think it was definitely something I'd recommend if you want to watch a, a unique kind of horror movie um something which is a bit more avant-garde a bit more about um uh i'll phrase this a bit more about creating a mood rather than um uh creating a actual um yeah creating mood rather than creating any sort of tangible um connection i guess but there you go Anyway, that was Aimer. Um, I could continue doing more, but I'm not going to because I don't really have anything more to say, really. Uh, three out of five. Three out of five, um, but with a conjecture of four out of five for visuals. Anyway, tomorrow on Shelf Mania, I'll be, doing, I'll be reviewing Rabies, which is a Hebrew-Israeli horror movie. Hmm, interesting. I thought it's David Cronenberg one. I was wrong. Anyway, that's on Shelf Mania for tomorrow. This is Ian Austin signing off. And remember, life is beautiful.